millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. Hello and welcome to Monday's Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we begin today's podcast at the GTEC Community Stadium, where Arsenal continued their impressive start to the season by beating Brentford. Towards the near post, a flick on by Saliba, hits the post, and surely it's in. The referee is checking his watch, he has the watch. Yeah. Buzzing on his right wrist, and they celebrate yet another goal for William Saliba. Lays it to Xhaka, who clips the ball up high into the air. Jesus with a header, back across the face of goal, and past a stranded David Rea to score Arsenal's second, and that was a beautifully crafted Arsenal goal. Arsenal, determined not to suffer the same fate as they did here last season, have raced into a two-goal lead. Saka being joined by White in attack now, but he trundles infield and then lays it off towards Fabio Vieira, who strikes towards the near corner. What a stunning strike! What a way to announce yourself to the Premier League! Welcome to the big time, Fabio Vieira! A left-footed strike from 20 yards out, in off the inside of the post to make it... Brentford nil, Arsenal three. It was an extremely professional, impressive performance. I said before the game, Faye, about what I've really liked about Arsenal is the balance of the team, the the appetite with which they're going about things. A couple of years ago, I always never quite sure whether Arsenal were going to were going to match their opponent for the sheer running power and statistics of the game. Whereas now, they were a yard sharper, yard quicker across the ground than Brentford today. They they set out right from the first whistle to boss the game, step into Brentford territory, play in their half, force the issue, ask questions, no backwards and sideways passes for the sake of it. Every chance they got to serve it forward, they did. It was a, a pretty impressive effort that today, very good. Well, congratulations, top of the league, going into the international break. What did you make of your team's performance today? I think it was a great performance, um, a really dominant and um, and quality-wise, uh, very difficult what we've done against a team that uh, makes life impossible sometimes for you, the way they play, mm-hmm. and they are so good at that, and you can see that every single week, but I think uh, we completely dominated the game and deserved to win the game. Have we just seen a team that are starting to mount a title challenge? I don't know, we were all disappointed yesterday because we lost that spot, and uh, we used that today and that energy to try to get it back, and, uh, and we want to be as good as we can be, and after 38 games, the table will dictate um, where you are. Today, we are there, and we have to continue to, to improve as a team. That is quite a remarkable turn of events, though, bearing in mind that not many people would have been talking about you as title challengers at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Did you always believe that that was possible? 
I, I believe that you have to take your team uh, to the very limit and, and put them in their strengths and, and see what happens. And this is what we try to do. But it's seven games, that is, that is nothing. You see the teams that they've done it for the last five years and at the level that they play every single week, and we haven't done that at all. Thomas, it's very rare that you suffer a defeat that heavy here at the GTEC Community Stadium. What do you put it down to today? A couple of things. First, I would say that I think Arsenal, as I said before, uh, the game are in a very good place, uh, and um, they wanted to serve this today, no, no doubt about that, uh, 3-0. If you play against a team that before the game was number one, after the game they're still number one, uh, I think they show that they are title contenders. Even I know Arteta will say that uh, one game at a time and they need to, uh, which is the right thing, I would probably have done the same. Uh, so uh, I understand him in, in, in that aspect. Uh, then we need to hit a 10 out of 10 performance, um, uh, which we didn't. Reaction now from Ian Danter and former Gunners winger Perry Groves on the Sunday session. So here is a big moment then because. Uh, it is the first substitution. Fabio Vieira scored a terrific goal. He is going to be replaced, and he's going to be replaced by 15-year-old Ethan Nwaniri. 15 years and 181 days. There he is, wearing 83. Would you believe, Andy? He only made his Premier League 2 debut 14 days ago. Wonderful. What a great moment for him and his family. And, and a kid of 15 years of age getting a, f- a few minutes out of I that. I was Ethan just thinking... Nguanieri. Nguanieri. I was just thinking, obviously, he's uh, still in the education system, right? So he's not even on, like, YTS or anything like that at the moment. No. So you imagine sitting down with your careers officer or with your <laughs> head teacher or your deputy head or your head of year guy and make sure that you get your homework in on time, make sure that you get your studies, you know what I mean? You want to make sure yeah. that you've got some... Quite, he's like... Did you see me Sunday? Did you, have, <laughs> did you have a look what happened to me on and, Sunday? And uh, well, whatever whatever sort of YTS wages he's on, he's got a well, win bonus. Be, no, won't be saying he's only fifteen, isn't he? You don't give your YTS till you're sixteen. Yeah, so he, but he'll get a win bonus oh, for this afternoon. Yeah. So can, how much pick and mix can you get with that? With an Arsenal win bonus? Probably probably about five grand's worth on it, win bonus. Not bad, is it? That's a car, isn't it? Is he younger than Twitter? Uh he, what two thousand older than seven? Yeah, I know he's probably about the same age as Twitter, I would say. It's a ridiculous stat that you've just pulled out there, Perry. Just Gross. wondered when Absolutely Twitter... ridiculous stat. Now, the other Premier League game taking place yesterday was West Ham's trip to Goodison Park to take on Frank Lampard's Everton. Everton won, West Ham United nil. It was a lovely move down the uh, left-hand side of the field. A goal, really, that uh, we'd been missing in the first half from the point of view. It was sharp, it was incisive in the build-up, and the finish was excellent. Ray played the ball into Iwobi. He played it on to Neil Mopai, and Mopai swivelled and shot a great effort into the corner of the goal. Fabianski, no chance because of the power of the shot. So it's Everton 1, West Ham United 0. We deserved it. I said to the players there, it's a, they've worked really hard. Difficult two weeks for the country. We still had to keep working, and then you get a result like that, which needed in the end not just beautiful football, but also great determination and another clean sheet for us and another game where we're not conceding as we might have done last year so full credit to the squad for that no, We want to be in Europe so we're happy to play Thursday, Sunday that's what happens but we also know that there is a consequence quite often of that if you look through uh, football and history of how, how teams do on a Thursday and a Sunday so we have to try and overcome that and we, we understand how difficult that can be but uh, the calendar is what it is and I think everybody's aware of it there's a long way to go in this season but we need to start uh, getting more act together a bit better than we are at the moment on now to Johnny Owen and friends and former EastEnders star Michael Greco came on and told a lovely story about the late great Ray Wilkins giving him a ticket 
to Chelsea against Barcelona just a couple of weeks before he passed away. One of the nicest blokes I've ever met and because he was a hero of mine growing up and then to actually meet him and become friends with him was, was incredible. It was uh, I used to live near the, the Stamford Bridge and um, we were playing Barcelona Champions League. I think it was when we drew one all. It was the first time Messi scored against us. Anyway, I didn't have a ticket and Ray said, look, come down to the bar and we'll watch it, watch it in the bar. So I went down to um, to the bar in Chelsea and uh, he came up to me and goes, listen, I have my ticket. I was like, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not having your ticket. He goes, no, look, you have my ticket. I'm here all the time. Um, you have my ticket and, I'll, and I'll, I'll watch it on the TV here. So I went into the ground had, 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 and had Ray Wilkins' ticket and two weeks later he passed away. And, oh. and when I heard, when I heard, you know, I, I burst into tears because he was, it, not only because he was such an amazing person, but it, just those stories that, you, and then all the stories came out about how such an amazing person he was. You know what I love about him? It's like when George Michael passed away, you found out all the amazing things that he did for charity, but he did it anonymously. And for me, I love that. When people do things and they don't tell people that they're doing it or put it on social media yeah. or have to brag about doing yeah. something incredible and they do it anonymously, that for me is it's heart-wrenching, you know? Now, following their 6-2 hammering at the hands of Spurs, Leicester City find themselves rooted to the bottom of the table with just a point from their opening seven Premier League games. But despite the six straight defeats and mounting pressure, Tony Cascarino thinks the result doesn't tell the full story. I don't want to be too harsh on, on Leicester itself because this game was really close. You know, if you take the first half, it ends up 2-2. Bentancourt scores to make it 3-2 literally a couple of minutes after the restart. And then you get to 75 minutes, it's touch and go whether they can get something out of the game. And then... If you want to take the last 15, 20 minutes of the game, obviously then Tottenham take over and get goals and just run away. Yeah, exactly the words to use. Run away with the game. And it was very unfair on Leicester to lose 6-2 because this game was really close. Mm. And we saw a lot of really good things about Leicester. I thought Madison was terrific yesterday for them. The way he played, the way he took his goal. Horace made a, Lewis made a couple of decent saves in the game. Um, but you cannot get away from the fact that they are just too easy to play against. To fight night now, and boxing reporter Radzi Chinyanganya joined Adam Catchell and Gareth A. Davies to look back on Saul Canelo Alvarez's huge win over Triple G on Saturday night. The Mexican beat Golovkin over 12 rounds to retain his undisputed super middleweight crown. He believes that this further cements Alvarez's place as a modern-day great in boxing. The last time these guys fought was 160 pounds. Both fights were at that. Now, for Golovkin... He's about two inches taller than Alvarez. So I'd say it's slightly harder for him to come down in weight to that. This was at 168. So a slightly more comfortable weight for him. And the big question was, would he actually be stronger at that weight? Possibly more so than the younger protagonist. And then add to the fact that although he's eight years his senior, he hasn't had as many battles inside the ring. Canelo Alvarez, over 60 professional fights. This man turned professional at a teenage age. So He's had wars in the ring. He's had wars in sparring. So physiologically, and not to mention the fact that Canelo Alvarez was a four-weight world champion, four separate weights. He last lost to Dimitri Bivol, one of his only two losses. The other one was against one Floyd Mayweather. He had to go up to 175, come back down to 168. So you're thinking to yourself, what kind of effect will that have on his body? So although on the face of it, Gennady, a 40-year-old man, you're thinking, is he over the hill? Actually, one of the big questions was, how would Alvarez's body respond having fluctuated in weight so much? But it turns out, Tony, you're absolutely right. 
it was the older man who didn't essentially have enough gas in the tank. I think the reason he's now considered a modern great is because, in no small part, because of his mentality. He takes on all comers. But for me, that was the only fight that I've seen him in when you thought, no, you, you don't quite have it at that weight. 175, they're such big men, especially when you consider that for some guys, possibly Bivol, he's boiling himself down to get to that. He's not having to, if you like, blow himself up to get to that weight. So for me, Bivol, too strong, too big, and sadly Canelo, not fast enough to be able to match it at that weight. I hope he doesn't. If he does, I'll chuck this out there. If he does and he were to win, you've then got to put him into that bracket of boxing great, not modern great, all-time great, because that would be, frankly, preposterous. But never write off the man from Mexico because he's, he's proven the doubters wrong. He lost against Bill. The only other loss was against Floyd Mayweather. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Now to the boot room with Alex Crook, Darren Ambrose and Adibayo Akinfenwa. Asmir, first of all, uh, thanks for joining us on the boot room. Fresh from Everton's first victory of the season. What's the overriding emotion? Is it one of relief or one of joy or maybe a combination of both? Probably a combination of both, really, you know, of course. I think we've played I think we've played pretty well most games this year. Maybe we didn't get the rewards that we deserved. And it was nice to finally get those first three points today and you know, hopefully really kick on from here. And just looking at the, the, the celebrations at the end, it looked a really good atmosphere inside Goodison Park as your manager, Frank Lampard, was applauding all four sides. The fans have really stuck with you at the start of this season and, and there seems a great unity between the fans, the players and the management team. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, the atmosphere today was as amazing as always. Uh, you know, it's a huge help to us at Goodison. So they give us big support, but I think they can see what we're trying to do. You know, I think it's the effort's been really there. I think some good spells of of games has really been there for us. And, um, you know, we just maybe didn't get that little bit of luck that we got today that would have gotten us more and more points on the board. But I think everyone's back in the manager. We've got a quality squad and um, I think everyone can see that. Because it's the last game before the international break, does it feel that much more significant, this win? Because obviously you'd have had two weeks to, to think about it if you hadn't picked up three points. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, those little things always always matter you know you, we, it's funny we had 
you know, we had a great result against Liverpool last time, we, which we wanted to back up, and then we didn't get the chance to. And then, you know, we had two weeks between games now, and, you know, it was a huge win. And it's just a really good feel-good factor as well, you know. And, and and obviously, no Jordan Pickford today. You're in the team. You've got a clean sheet. That must be double, doubly satisfying for you, the win and the, and the clean sheet. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's it's always it's always a lot of fun to get to get back out there when I whenever you can, and you know, nice to get the opportunity today, um, and and help you know help the team contribute to the to the results, contribute to the win. You know, it was well deserved. Everyone put in an unbelievable shift, and you know, uh, it was a huge team effort today. Just finally, what has Neil Mopai brought to the squad? Obviously, he got the winning goal today. I know he's a very infectious character and a bit of a pest to play against, actually, if you're a defender. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got quality, first and foremost. I mean, obviously, he's scored goals for many years now. So, you know, we've, he's added quality to the squad, strength and depth. We've got real competition for places now. And, um, you know, he's he took his goal so well today. And, you know, that that's something that, that we need and we wanted. Now we've got front players who can take those chances and, you know, it's really good. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'll be back tomorrow at 4pm on Drive Time with Darren Bent. There would, of course, be another one of these Andy Gostin TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you have to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. The TalkSport daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.